Welcome to Live Till 5. I am your host, Sebastian. Your, your usual host, Jared Baldwin, is out and listening somewhere, hopefully. But uh, I'm joined here by Chris Harper, and uh, usually I play the wingman on this, but uh, this time it's my, my first go at just hosting. So uh, how do you feel about that, Chris? <laughs> I hope you have the wings to get you on home. I, Being the wingman that you are. You know what? I have the wings. <laughs> and I will fly. This is your time to fly. This is, is my time to fly. I have done a lot of prep work. And I'm ready to shine and fly at the same time. Didn't you say it was going to be epic? Or what did you call it? Oh, it's going to be epic, yeah. It's going to be epic? Or I, I don't know. You had a lot of flowery words for... <laughs> What it was going to be this Extravagant, week? Extravagant, maybe. Something, something great. Yeah, e- extravagant. Maybe we'll go with that. Why but um, just on the 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 docket for today, we're going to go through some uh, this day in history. We've got an amazing topic, and we're going to hit on a little bit of uh, Valentine's Day because you know that was just recently, and don't want to leave Valentine's Day out. So. Uh, like you acted like Valentine's Day would be sad if you left it out. <laughs> well, speaking of sad, that's actually um, uh, what is it called when you have words that uh, you take the first letter of each word? And, oh, it's like a, a, a an acrostic. Yes, that. Yeah, an acrostic. Did you know sad um, is the day after Valentine's Day? Oh. Do you know what okay. it stands for? I don't know what it stands for, no. Uh, you probably do. It's Singles Awareness Day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I actually didn't put together that uh, sad, actually. It, was, <laughs> it, it actually spelled sad. I'm like, oh, no. no. That that's terrible sense. for single people. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a uh, unfortunate for a single people. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I, you know, I did a little research on, on Valentine's Day, and um, it's not, it usually kind of passes by me. I don't realize it's happening until, you know, it gets here. And, you know, you see, obviously, all the chocolates and everything in store. And um, Yeah. Um, I usually, I, I haven't been able to hop on the, the chocolate uh, discounts yet. I'm hoping yeah. to do that That's soon. what, yeah, that's what you do right there. But, you know, it was, when was Valentine's Day? It was like a couple of days ago. So, I mean. It was, uh, chocolate- what was it, Tuesday or uh, Wednesday? I think, I think it was Tuesday. Yeah, yeah Tuesday. It's been Tuesday. Man, I, I just... I'm I'm pretty sure I missed all the chocolate like the day after you got all those people in there. You got to get it right then, I think. Yeah, it's, it's gone after that. Yeah. Well, Singles Awareness Day is actually the day after, yeah. So, um 15th. The 15th. And I don't really I mean, I didn't really do much research on that. I mean, it's pretty obvious. I mean, everyone That's sad. Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. Okay. <laughs> You know, you know, this day and age, the comedy actually is like situational comedy. All right. So sometimes pauses in your talk. Oh, was that what that was? Comedy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, my attempt. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. Well, I'm just trying to work with it. Okay. We got two different eras of comedy here at sitting here. Right. That's it, true. Two different eras. Yeah. Eras. Like, like you're old. <laughs> 
older sorry you're hey. older hey no i'm not calling you like an old geezer or anything but well it's not it's not only that but you know funny cuts across all i, I always like i love old guy humor yeah we, we've actually talked about that around the yeah. office like old guy humor there's just something about old and i'm not talking like i'm not talking 65 i'm talking more like in the <laughs> late mid to late 70s and later in their last days well, yeah maybe i'm just saying that when when guys have gotten old enough that uh they just sort of don't care anymore yes that's when it's the most funny so that cuts across all all age groups there's no there's no age groups that uh have a problem understanding how funny things can be yeah i mean it it's just it's just an attribute of theirs i remember my my grandpa on my dad's side so this is like mexican old man you know and uh, <laughs> is that different from any other old man uh maybe old guys are sort of universal <laughs> i've found in my travels well, yeah <laughs> they're like stubborn and like they don't really care because right like, just like they'll say what they want and right move on with life and that's what's great you know it's it's fun <laughs> that way they are the voice that we can't that that we can't use sometimes you know but they also know a lot of things and they know how to get it across you know um there's something about having lived a certain to a certain age and you just know a lot of stuff. You've accrued all this knowledge over all these years and then you're able to sort of say whatever you've learned in a funny way sometimes. And, you know, not everybody's the same and not every old guy is is funny. But when you do find, you know, um, somebody who is who can be hilarious you know, at that age, usually it has something to do with there's a, a crankiness, a stubbornness that's just that's just funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. It's great. Well, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna kinda go over some of this Valentine's Day stuff here. Yeah. Uh, you know, we all celebrate Valentine's Day usually, I mean, in one way or another. Um but um Everyone trades trades these Valentines, but where does the word Valentine come from? Do you have an idea, Chris? I have no idea. No None. idea. None. Uh, I think I've heard it probably, but I didn't remember it. Well, it's it's because it's not entirely like a hundred percent like the origins. Oh it, right, it, it okay. has changed around, or I don't know if it's changed around, but like yeah, there's just no clear cut um, idea of where it's coming from but it's from like saint valentine was the guy's name uh, back in like the roman uh persecution days you know and uh <laughs> yeah who was this guy uh so he was let's see here he was okay so apparently emperor claudius ii he decided this is a a, a roman emperor um he decided that single men made better soldiers Okay. Wow. So he outlawed marriages for young men. So there was there was a man with the name Valentine. Um, he realized the injustice of the decree. Um, you know, a young man can't get married. Right. Um, and he defied Claudius's um, uh, decree. Decree. Right. Yes. And he continued to perform marriages for young lovers in secret. Um, when, and when at Valentine's actions were discovered, Claudius ordered that he be put to death. Wow. I have never heard this before. Really? I don't think I've ever heard this, no. Wow. Um, so other stories suggest that Valentine may have been killed for attempting to help Christians escape harsh Roman 
prisons while they are often beaten and tortured. Um, So an imprisoned Valentine actually sent the first Valentine greeting himself after he fell in love with a young girl, possibly his jailer's daughter. Who visited him? Of course. <laughs> who visited him during his confinement? Of course, it would be. Yeah. All right. So before his death, it is alleged that he wrote her a letter, signed "From Your Valentine." Wow. Yeah, it's kind of grim origins, you know. Like the best we got is that's that's pretty grim. That's kind of good though. Yeah. You know, the best stuff has a grim origin. That, that's <laughs> true. It's kind of true. It is. You talk about you know in Christ. Of course. It's so grim, but it's, yeah. You know, you talk about, like, the cross. Right. The cross was originally so, such a terrible symbol of death, and then now we turned it into a symbol of life. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and it's like that with a lot of things. Like, people love history, but what is history built on? Death and war and mayhem and hardship. and But but you, there's something that comes out of that, too, because the, the great things in life sort of come out of hardship and difficulty. Yeah. They do. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Um I agree completely with that. Uh so I think right now we're gonna just kinda step off and maybe take a quick break. And um yeah. It's been a fun first what, fifteen, ten minutes? First segment. It's our first segment. First segment. Um on Live Till Five. So Stick around. We'll come back with uh, idioms and others. Right now, we're going to hop into Harvest Highlights. So uh, stay tuned. And welcome back to Live Till Five. I'm your host Sebastian. Jared is off island currently, in a faraway land, probably, you know, the United States. That's where I think he's at right now. He is. Yeah, that's where he is. <laughs> and he's probably listening and saying, "Well, there's my wingman. First time, time to shine." I'm sure that's exactly what he's saying. Yeah. Or he's yeah. sleeping, and you know, it's likely he's sleeping. Probably is actually yeah a good a good way I figured out the um, the uh, you know timing in the states is was it you I think you add four no you subtract four right right yeah you subtract four from the current time um, this is central time zone you subtract right. four and then you just flip the hours so so if it's okay. p.m. it's a.m. if it's a.m. it's p.m. that's one way to do it. I I uh I have an app on my phone and I just look at my phone. Oh really? Relying on technology. Relying on the technology, yeah. Well that's what I do to tell time anyway. <laughs> I look at the clock. That's technology as that, well. That makes sense. Yeah. Um Yeah, you know, sitting here just kinda of thinking through my head, this whole scenario of hosting live till five, it kinda of reminds me of the student interviews I do, you know, and trying to like constantly come up with something different to say because we do hunt like it's been over a hundred interviews with students this right. year 
already. And I'm like, how do I just spice this up a little bit? Because I just go through so many students and a lot of them, they, honestly, they have a lot of the same answers. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm trying to find, you know, interesting ways to, to mix it yeah. up, you know. What's your favorite drink you've been doing lately? Lately, yeah. What's your favorite food? Yeah, and I'm trying, no, to, trying to shake it up, you know. I, yeah. I know they're simple questions, but I mean, it's not like... I'm asking for anything super complex, just something to work off of, you know? You know what amazes me is the amount of people you say, what's your favorite subject or whatever, and they say, they'll say math, or you'll say, what do you do when you get home? And they say, I do homework. And they say, what do you do on the weekend? I do homework. You yeah. go, man, these are diligent kids These here. kids, I, they, are, they are very good kids. Um, I don't no know. No kidding. I, I just, responsible, <laughs> very responsible. You made a pun. <laughs> no kidding <laughs> oh yeah you didn't yeah. even catch that there you go didn't catch that one well yeah <laughs> well i mean um you know that i i've been saying what's your favorite drink um yeah a lot of the times it's when they say math is their favorite subject they're like oh really and so i'll just try to like test them or something like right. what's five times five and they're like uh <laughs> like okay i'm sorry i don't know what you're <laughs> <laughs> we cut that out <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> we edit that <laughs> i don't know what uh you're your, uh, the, what's appropriate math for the age is. group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I only graduated college with, you know, algebra two as my highest. <laughs> and, really? But I mean, I'm sure there's kids in high school who, who are taking that. Right. And, um, I mean, I, I'm sure I could do more if I just apply myself. But just <laughs> algebra, the story of life. Right I, there. I don't know. I, I, I could do more if I just applied myself. I, I learned algebra <laughs> and. You know, in class, it's like, yeah, this makes complete sense. I understand completely. Then we get to the test. I'm like, I, I should understand this. Why, why am I not getting this? And it drives me crazy. Wow. It kind of keeps me up at night. No, and don't say anything because I'm alluding to something. <laughs> yes. It keeps me up at night. All right. And now we have another host joining us. The famous... Fam famous, I added a T at the end. Uh, Lawrence Nagengast. <laughs> Which has a T at the end of that name. Oh, yeah. History professor. Yeah, right. I know. Jared goes on about accolades. I don't know what else. I, I'm not even, I don't even belong having. Well, he also <laughs> says he's going to win the Edward R. Murrow Awards and yes, yeah, things. So he, he's not immune to his own no. hyperbole. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, good to be here, though. Good Friday. Uh, not not the good Friday, oh, but okay, it's a good buddy. Friday. Um <laughs> to be up here uh, with you both and um a big packed night actually uh, i have a basketball game and then uh the old faculty recital will be this evening seven o'clock you guys talk true. about that at all um not yet it was gonna come up here the faculty recital it's on the on the list of things to do tonight uh, normally my friday nights are free you know but this one's just yeah. packed it is it <laughs> It is. It, get, it does get busy, but um, I, I will say, uh, uh, if you're going to have a busy Friday night, you know it's nice having a Monday off. So yeah. it works out uh, like this weekend here, yeah. President's Day. But do not fear. I will come in on Monday and still do the weather, so that you all know what the weather is going to be like on what Monday. What it'll hold for your day off. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I know. I know, Chris. You laugh because you know I sound like I have a packed night when I'm just singing one song and I'm in a big choir. Group. No, that wasn't why I was <laughs> oh, laughing. Okay. It just sounded funny when you said, "Normally, I have my Friday nights free." Like it was yeah. just a little bit like. And then at that point, Jared would have said, "Ladies," <laughs> when would have that's exactly. He would have. Right. Yes. Yeah, sure. I just I could just hear I sort of hear Jared hosting the show in my head 
while I'm, yeah. you know what I mean? That, that's, ex- that's pretty, that's pretty actually sad, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it is that. Um, <laughs> I hear it. Wrote. It is true, though. I it can was, hear it, too. It's a virtual cornucopia of music and. Yes. Uh, and, and of talent, talent being displayed. Exactly. Um, and it, it really is enjoyable. Um, even though it's supposed to be a veritable a, cornucopia, a not veritable. a virtual cornucopia. Yeah, the virtual, I don't even know, <laughs> even know what how that is. goes together. It's a veritable, a veritable yeah. cornucopia. We could but probably, anyway, really, we could probably go on. It's uh, too much psychology going on here about already. word choices we've used up in this show in the years, <laughs> I, but that'd be a dangerous <laughs> show segment. I don't think I know any of those words you guys are using. <laughs> cornucopia. That's from uh, that's from Thanksgiving. Um, right. You've yeah. never seen a cornucopia. It's like a. It's a. It's shaped like a. Um, have you ever seen a bugle? Right. It's sort of like that, but it's twisted. Yeah. You know, like one of those snack foods, a bugle. Yeah, that's it's actually sh- pretty perfect. Yeah. And it's kind of twisted a mm-hmm. little bit, and then there is usually fruit. Usually, there's fruit and vegetables. And vegetables falling out of it. Right. You look it Falling up, and out. I can almost guarantee it'll have vegetables, except yeah. for if you uh, they use it at the middle of the Hunger Games arena. Is it just it's a vegetables? cornucopia of weapons. No, or is uh, there fruit, it's, too? Uh, right? It's a cornucopia of plenty is really what oh, it's demonstrating. What it is, right. So it's whatever the uh, you're thankful for that year yeah. coming out of the cornucopia. You guys, you were saying bugle and how you twist it and all that. And I was thinking a beagle. You know, I kind of get those two confused sometimes. Yeah. And so so really? you're saying, oh, so we twist, twisted. Wishbone. <laughs> you monsters. <laughs> no, a bugle, as in not the instrument, not, not but, a beagle, the, but the snack. Not the dog. Uh, but, well. uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, um, Lawrence, I think uh, you have some history for us today. Yeah, we can jump right into this day. It's February 17th, uh, three days removed from Valentine's Day. And I'm sure you'll uh, have you talked about any of that. That's in the next hour. Oh, we talked about it. All right. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a, a good day, actually, because Tuesday was sort of packed with basketball and other events we had that night. Uh, we moved our Valentine's Day till our celebration of it. I shouldn't say we moved the day, but till yesterday. And so uh, we went out to eat last night. And it was really nice. But uh, moving on to today, the 17th, 1510, Portuguese Admiral Afonso de Albuquerque is the first conquerors, first conquerors the city of Goa, entering it with little conflict. So he would be a new world, um, new world conquistador uh, in South and Central America. Uh, then we have Miles Standish in 1621, is elected as the first commander of the Plymouth Colony. Miles Standish. Uh, this is the this is the first group, one of the first groups to come over into the new world um, and establish more than just. Uh, farming or um, you know tobacco crop and things like that. They actually had a system of government, and Miles Standish was one of the first to to do that. Um, Seventeen seventy six, the first volume of Gibbon's Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire is published. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen those books. They're very very big, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, very thick. Uh, right along with the Rise and the Fall of the Third Reich, right. a very very uh, weighty tome. Um, but a lot of information, and I like those. I just get it gets daunting. I get into chapters two or three, and I'm like, I can't, I can't. Uh, in one, you know, is it just you can't endure to the end, or you? I, I, it's I, too much. I need to read a chapter or two, right? Set it down for like a month, and yeah. then come back because right. those history. The reason I like history is because I remember it pretty well, and so I don't need to read those books. It's not like where you're reading a novel. 
where if it goes more than a week or two, you've starting to forget pieces of the story, and then you know you almost got to go look up cliff notes yeah. to remember it. Yeah. Um, not these, uh, you know, it's it's a history story. I can remember a lot of the parts, and and you don't have to have every detail to make it make it work. Uh, 1801, U.S. House of Representatives breaks electoral college tie, chooses Thomas Jefferson president over Aaron Burr. Uh, interesting times back then, Aaron Burr. Um, I think this is before the duel that he had with Alexander Hamilton, I think. I think it's the two of them um, where he ends up shooting and killing somebody. I, I don't think he'd have been in the running for president uh, back then had he had that already happened. Um but anyways, uh, very interesting history there at the uh, at the early tiles, uh, times. 1837, Charles Lyell uh, makes his presidential address to the Geographical Society, London, and announces that Richard Owen has concluded from Darwin's fossils and that extinct species were related to current species in the same locality. Um, interesting that these things in uh, history constantly have, th- this, this site at least puts a lot of things in there about Charles Darwin and and um, his, they almost have, every week I come in here, something about where Charles Darwin was in the earth on this day. <laughs> wow. Almost every week. The wow. Beagle, on the HMS Beagle. Wow. Somewhere in the world. Beagle, huh? Uh, yeah. It, there we go. That's actually <laughs> Beagle this time, not Bugle. Um, so moving on. Oh, uh, 1885, Bismarck, as in Otto Vaughn, gives Carl Peters firm management of East Africa. Uh, this is during the time where the Germans were definitely uh, becoming... A little bit more of a iron-fisted country, specifically because of Otto von Bismarck, and uh, that'll grow and become part of the reason why in the early 1900s they're they're wanting to fight about it. And uh, so again, that, a lot of ventures down into Africa, them in Italy and in other countries from Europe. Um, I think, I think I've said this guy's name up here before, um, but 1897, Emilio Aguinaldo and a group of Catepuernos. That I totally slaughtered that. <laughs> Catepuneros uh, defeat Spanish forces led by General Camilo del Polavega, Polavega at the Battle of Zapote Bridge in Cavite. Boy, oh boy. But Emilio Aguinaldo is going to become the president of what? Do you, do you know um, what country? The Spanish forces are not in Spain, by the way, just so we're clear here. It's actually in this part of the world. Uh, that's why his name is rather famous. Um no, he'll, I don't know. He'll become no. the first president of the Philippines. Wow. Uh, this is this is the fight. Right. This is during the US Spanish uh, okay. war of uh US and Spanish war right. where the four territories, Guam being one of them, um Guam, I believe Puerto Rico, Philippines, and I cannot remember the fourth are given over. This is the same time uh Teddy Roosevelt and the uh the Charge of Light Brigade not Charge of Light Brigade, um uh, when he when he charges up the hill in in Puerto Rico, San Juan's Hill, right? Uh, there's there's a story about that, and I can't remember it now. Um, wow. Anyways, this is all part of that, and Aguinaldo becomes the first president of the Philippines uh, mm. when they be get their when they get their freedom from um, Spain. But the interesting thing is, is of those four territories, three of them are still remain part of the American ownership as territories right and the philippines is not and uh they pretty much said thanks america for the freedom but we're gonna we're gonna do our own thing and we're gonna blaze our own trail and they did and have been pretty much relatively free since obviously the world war ii time and other things like that but the philippines has been um 
their own country ever since pretty much 1900, early 1900s. Um, Irving Berlin's musical, Face the Music, premieres in New York City in 1932. Um, and then we have Joe Lewis KO, KOing, just for those of you that are into the boxing. Did you guys uh, <laughs> see any of that um, discussion this week about uh, possibly Conor McGregor and uh, yes. Floyd Mayweather going to oh, fight? Yes. I don't know. My two thoughts are on it. Two guys beating each other is not worth $300 million to, to, to see that happen, but that's probably what kind of money is going to be uh, worked with. Each guy said they're basically going to fight for $100 million. It's $100 million for each guy. Is this like a box? Is this? A It'll boxing? be a boxing match. Is yeah, he's a boxer. Like, no, he can. He no. has been a boxer. Yeah, I mean, he started out as a boxer, and then yeah, I mean, I, I heard a little bit about it, and I've heard a little bit of his history, and um, yeah, he's known for his mouth more than his absolutely yes. than his and even fists. Mayweather is. Yeah, of course, got they're a both known for their I, mouth. I mean, unfortunately, I think Mayweather was just would just win because of his like he's got he's the boxer, boxing down. Yeah. yeah, he's not doesn't mean yeah. like he's like the better fighter but he's the better boxer like he it he would knows come how, he knows probably down it would probably yeah I, I i think if it went full rounds i think it would probably come down to a split decision and then it would be on score and and i'd i don't really even care who would win that fight because like you're saying i don't really like either of them as, as yeah. personalities no, but. i like pugilism though i'm into the pugilism <laughs> what's that that's boxing Oh. You didn't yeah. know this? I didn't know Pugilism. Another, that's another name for it. Yeah, love it. No, love that, that is that is an interesting <laughs> word for sure. Um, but anyways, that uh, that goes along with that boxing comment I just I just <laughs> gave about Joe Lewis. Although I can't do the mixed martial arts very much, that's I don't intense. really love the I don't really love the the guy falls on the ground, yeah. then you jump on his uh-huh, face. Uh-huh, yeah, not I'm, I don't love that. I'm I'm manly, but that that. That's intense. Kick Just to watch it over down. and over. I mean, I watch some fights, but yeah. to watch a night of that stuff yeah. is uh, pretty yeah, intense. So. Yeah, because uh, some of those are pretty brutal. Um, by the yeah. time those fights are over, like I like saying. the Marcus of Queensbury rules myself. Yeah, a little bit more state statesmanship <laughs> boxing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> speaking of which, uh, 2016 Nike ends endorsement deal with Filipino boxer Mackie pa- Manny Pacquiao after he made TV comments: "Gay people are worse than animals." Which is very intense, but at the same time, in his mind, he was making a statement, uh, of course. But um, intense, it, he punches people in the face. For yeah, a well, yeah. That, that, <laughs> that, Let's ask him. In, 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 yeah. in media, in yeah. media these days, though, coming out and saying something that forceful, yeah. uh, is never is never just it shouldn't brushed have asked. off. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Um, and then uh, 2016 Chief Executive Tim Cook confirms Apple will contest an FBI order to unlock the phone of San. Bernardino, Bernardino, sorry, San Bernardino gunman Syed Rizwan Farouk. Um, and it is amazing that the amount of material left on phones or that's stored yeah. on those phones yeah. uh, and companies have, pri- I don't know if privilege is the right word, but ability to get at it. But I guess the, you know, privacy of the owner and the FBI said, you know, you, do, you need to open that up and so we can look and find some things which to me they should for public safety but again everybody has to each his own really uh, <laughs> with where they fall on those opinions of privacy and 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 helping uh government yeah helping the government but anyways uh that's this day in history so kind of a grab bag uh february 17th um not a whole lot of 
yeah, you real know, common you, things. You bring up the boxing thing. Uh, just show, I just remember a story I had real quick. Uh, I know one of my one of my good friends growing up. I, he tried to get in the Marines and he couldn't because of his hearing is off by like a point. But he was like a super fit guy, you know, and everything. Wow. And um, so they wouldn't let him in. So you know, he invested in like boxing, you know, and he was taking all these boxing lessons, and you know, he's getting pretty pretty rugged you know and just like uh you know I, i'd go hang out with him a lot and you know i wasn't gonna fight him or anything and <laughs> that's good <laughs> and probably wise, um, and, probably wise. Yeah, probably yeah but he he said to me you know he he's like hey you want to like practice hitting each other i'm like uh what do you mean he's like oh we'll just put these pads on you know and just like you know just practice your form and you know that's all i was like okay so we'll, we'll try that uh <laughs> I, I'll, sure i'll do it you know and he's like you can punch me and then i'll punch you i'm like all right sure you know, and I'm thinking, it's like, it's just a form thing, you know? And like, um, well, you know, I go to punch him, you know, and, and I'm just, I'm working on my form, you know? I'm like, so I'm, I don't actually really hit him. It's just more of like a aggressive nudge, you know, uh, yeah. against the side of his head. I'm like, boom, okay, yeah. You missed your opportunity. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. then he's like, all right, my turn. And then, bam, I got knocked out. <laughs> he, just, wow. he just knocked me to the ground. I'm oh, like, boy. oops. Man, that is just that is just not not kind, huh? Not nice. <laughs> yeah. But uh <laughs> hey, uh we're gonna wrap up this little seg uh segment right here. And we're gonna we're gonna come back and uh do some what's in my coffee. Or as I said I'd say, it's what is in my liquids that I'm consuming. So um we'll be back with that here soon. Uh, more after this. Welcome back to Live Till 5. I'm your host, Sebastian, joined by Chris Harper and Lawrence Nagengast. We are just plowing through this hour and getting ready for some coffee. Um, yeah, so I don't know how much you guys like coffee. I don't know if you got much coffee for Valentine's Day. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, had, I did have a cup of I coffee. Did. I had my... In the morning, I have we, my obligatory cup of coffee in the morning to get my wheels turning. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, that was pretty much all I had. We w- we went out to breakfast, and um, oh, that's nice. And um, because my daughter had a Valentine's, usually Rebecca's home on Tuesdays, but right. she had a Valentine's party, so she so, came hey, in. You can't K3, be missing that. And I said, "Well, this is crazy. Why don't we go to breakfast then?" <laughs> I have so, a crazy idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is we can never do. So yeah, exactly. So we did that, and That's I had a great. cup of coffee, and it was at Toure over there, yeah, on the beach. Yeah. And uh, they give what's nice is they give you a to-go cup after. Uh, no, not after. Oh, in the middle they of give it. you they just give you your coffee in a to-go cup. Oh, so you know if you don't finish it, you just. Take, it, take it along with you. And I thought that was cool. I'd never seen that before. So Yeah, usually if they stay, or if you stay, yeah. you get it. In a, so yeah. I do have a coffee story from Valentine's Day. What do yeah. you know? That, that's good. You know, coffee is good. It helps keep you awake. Yes. Subtle. Subtle. 
I'm, uh, I'm alluding to the topic I've been alluding all hour. You may not have realized it, but um, I'm actually, yeah, there's a purpose for those quiet yes. pauses there's after I say of, those things. There's lots of allusions here. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we're going to move on with our next segment, which is... What's in my coffee? This segment is brought to us by Hebrews Worldwide Coffee Shop and Bookstore, the best little coffee shop in the land. Offering endless variety of coffee, tea, baked goods, Christian music, books, and gifts, including the largest selection of yanking candles on on campus, the land as well here at Harvest. Easily on campus, the, the yeah. immediate land. I mean, because. I mean, the immediate land and that kind of just all of Guam pretty much. Um, yeah, I like it. And I go there every day. Pretty much. I get a muffin in the morning if I mix, miss breakfast. But um, yeah, so let's play what's in my coffee. So uh, starting off, let's go with Chris. Yeah, you, you're yours the first is what was in your coffee because it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. So <laughs> I have a very sweet coffee drink. Um, I've been try- struggling to try to find out what might be in there and what you say I've found what what one says when they can't figure out what the sweet taste is is vanilla, because <laughs> fair. you don't <laughs> when you just don't know you you say vanilla. You know there's something in there. Yeah, there's something yeah. sweet in there, and I, it's really good. I really like it. As you get down to the bottom, though, it gets a little sweeter. Until I'm getting down to the bottom, and so so now it's getting a little bit sweeter. But it it would it's a really good drink. It's a, some sort of a latte drink, I, I imagine, here. And I'm number one here. Number one. Number, number one. one. It's the only hot drink of the day today. All right. Well, um, Lawrence, what does yours taste like? Um, well, mine had been sitting in the little cup holder here for probably about 15 minutes or so since it had been made. So when I stuck my straw all the way in to the bottom of the cup and took my first drink, the the, the amount of chocolate... And other things that had settled there made it very thick and and almost warm because the ice was at the top and that had been sitting at the bottom. So I have since basically swirled it around to mix both the cold, icy, melted ice at the top and what was ever down at the bottom, the the chocolate. I don't want to call it sludge. That doesn't sound appetizing, but that's what was happening. And so now it's become much better and much more refreshing as a cold drink. I really think it's, it's an iced black and white. Because uh, I really don't know what else is in it. It's definitely very chocolatey, almost over the point where you can't even really taste a whole lot of coffee if there's coffee in there. Um, so I'm I'm usually pretty confident in my guesses, and and I'm not this week. But it was pretty pretty good, pretty chocolatey though. That was pretty pretty good actually. Yeah. Because it's yeah, I, that was actually you're very uh, <laughs> observant on the flavors and the yeah yeah. So it's better I don't know. If I want to give a yeah. good description, get really surprised. Yeah, it's better, yeah. yeah. I, I honestly don't have the best descriptions in the world of the drinks. But you drank the whole thing in, like, no time. Yeah, I'm going to go with vanilla beanie is what you're about to say. So <laughs> No, not vanilla beanie. More like... Beanerini. More like um, blended chocolate beanie. Oh, chocolate beanie. Mm. Oh, yeah. Those are my favorite. <laughs> because I really don't know. I mean, it tastes like chocolate and has whipped cream. And um, a lot of whipped cream there. Yeah, it did. Wow, it's being down slowly. 
over quickly. Sorry. You know, you know what, you know what's in mine. You know what mine is? Is it mine's an Andy's mint? That's what it is. It's really? mint. It's mint. Yeah, right. I couldn't place You've the discovered mint. Discovered it. I just remembered it. Mine's an Andy's iced Andy's mint. Well, he's got the answers right okay, here. Okay. Well, are you ready for this? Yes. In cup number one, which is Chris's cup, the hot drink, it is a white mocha with caramel. Caramel. Oh, caramel. It's oh, very good. Of course. Is yeah, good? I like this. I'll have to try it sometime. Yeah. And I uh, need to stay awake. You're, you you're know? number two, Sebastian. Number two is hazelnut mocha. Hazelnut You mocha. got the mocha part. I, you I always did. See, you got the chocolatey. I always see the hazelnut in there, but I never... You see I, it? I always... Well, I think you I do. taste it. Yeah. Do you see it? How do you see hazelnut? Well, there's the little dots in there. All I can there. see is whipped cream. Well, there's little dots. Well, no, they're not putting cut up hazelnut in there it's yes. pumps the dots what are the is, dots the dots is the mocha uh mix yeah mocha oh. mix <laughs> See, <laughs> I, can i be honest with you i don't normally drink coffee much uh, i am a new coffee drinker I, how's it I, treating you you only drink new coffee no yeah. as in i'm new <laughs> I, at drinking i try oh, to keep okay. that i don't know the differences between a lot of things that's why yeah it's me too chocolate okay. me too me too i've lived on a campus with a coffee shop for eight years <laughs> so i've become real versed in uh in the arrays yeah, of what your coffee drink should look Much like. more experienced in the <laughs> yes. coffee drinking. Yes. Uh, all right, what do I have? Cause Let's I'm... see here. You've got number three, Coconut Mocha. What? That's a cool name. There's and you were wrong. wrong. Tea. All right. Thus ends the streak. I had chocolate. <laughs> I, we all nailed the chocolate part, but that was about all we got right this week. Yeah. You had yeah. the Coconut Mocha. Okay, Coconut Mocha. I've had Coconut two times and have not tasted it. I had a Coconut Chai wow. last week and a Coconut Mocha this week. Wow. Axed them both. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Get I don't know. It. Coconut is the elusive flavor. It like, is. I thought it was one time. I thought it was like the the pumpkin spice drink. Vanilla was, beanie. Yeah, vanilla beanie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a couple minutes for the end of the hour, and I wanted to just maybe go over, you know, maybe some interesting Valentine stories you may have had. Um, for me, you know, I just go back to my childhood days and um, kind of think of. Trying, you know, you make your little your little box and you decorate it, and then you correct really hope that people just drop in little Valentines, and it's even better when you get candy. Mm. <laughs> we didn't do candy when I was a kid. I mean, nobody had candy. You didn't get candy. We just got didn't get it. Valentines, yeah, and maybe the conversation hearts if if you were good. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. But I usually got that like at home when I went home. But it, people didn't hand out candy. Okay, different eras, different eras. Tell us what it was like in your yeah, day. Like there's worse dental care today than there used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that is that is that's for pretty sure. Much, I, that's pretty I much think, it. I think the dentists are driving the candy industry personally and, and Valentine's is their wow. biggest hit. What an accusation that against, that why against not dentists. That, that and <laughs> Halloween are just they're they're, you know, cherries yeah. on top in the middle of, of spring and fall of you know, gonna be gonna be busy yeah. for the next couple of months. I mean my kids come home with these huge bags of candy and you just think to yourself, I didn't have that much candy <laughs> in my <a> entire <laughs> childhood. <laughs> The whole childhood, the entire thing Four from beginning to, 18, to end. It would be. I had one would, bag of Rebecca's amount of chocolate. Yeah, we would get we would get one small piece of candy every six months, whether we needed it or not. That was. <laughs> it's like going to the doctor and getting a dum dum. That was yeah, pretty much what I got. That's the thing that yeah. I. My I mom observed. was very uh, sugar conscious, yeah. uh, so I didn't. I. It's not that I didn't have access or couldn't have gotten candy. It was just. 
uh, she didn't allow us to eat a whole lot, but, um, yeah, I, we made great Valentine's boxes with the, the, the shoe box and made it look like a little race car or whatever it was. And then you put, cut the hole in the top Aww. and then you're just hoping that maybe the girl that you had a little bit of a liking for wrote a personal message and it just wasn't, you know, I'm not even going to try to make up some s- silly, uh, there was some hilarious, uh, some hilarious, like even the Trump uh, Valentine ones. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, like uh, wow. you know, I'm gonna keep. I'll keep you on this side of the wall. Like my like love that. for you is <laughs> my love for you is huge, huge. huge. Yeah, huge. <laughs> <laughs> so I read those uh, quite a bit on Tuesday, and that was pretty funny. But yeah. I don't know. I, I think probably back in my day when I was getting those Valentines, it was probably like I only care about getting one Valentine from one person. Really? <laughs> and so I'd yeah. go through and be disappointed because. I wouldn't get it from them. She skipped your box. She skipped my box. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's a new new phrase I can come up with. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that girl, she skipped my box. (laughs) Next year. Next year. Next year. Well, hey, um, we're coming down to the uh, end of the hour, and I kind of want to keep alluding to this topic of ours. Uh, You know, we're getting into it now, the second hour. Or you could just tell people sure, that's sure, the other sure, option. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was just, the topic came to me one night. I was laying down in bed, and it was about two in the morning, and it came to me sleep deprivation. And that's going to be the topic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> At 2 a.m., yeah. it came to me. Get it? Like I'm, sleep I'm, deprivation? I'm thrilled I don't. <laughs> have my life till five topics coming to me at two i'm i'm out <laughs> i'm out cold at that time well it's not yeah. just it's not just sleep deprivation it's like sleepwalking people who have had weird things that have happened and i and i actually put out a little ad on facebook to see if, if there was any interesting yeah. things and i got you, tons of stories you have got a you have got a social media uh following there sebastian because i could put out a question like that and i'd be waiting until yeah me too the cows come home people would, would be answer. like since when do you know how to type yeah <laughs> really <laughs> wow it's yeah it's it's huge it's huge the the, uh, the amount of feedback i got i know you have a that yeah, is pretty I, amazing. The he, fact that people are yeah. waiting for you to, you know who they all are? They're all the other people that were up at three in the morning reading your Facebook post that you put at two in the morning when you were awake. No, That's what happened. I, I actually put this post out really early today and I was thinking ahead. And um, That's called success. You you you, uh, you got a story and then got people backed up. He's got what two or three pages here. Oh, and yeah. it's not even it's not even double spaced like no, twelve point no, five text. It's, it's small. Like, are you reading that small whole thing? Text. Um, hey, I, I've got another hour here, bro. So yeah, like, um, I guess you pay, you <laughs> know, pace a lot yourself. Of interesting things. Okay. Yeah. Pace Very yourself. interesting. I've heard a few. Of, I mean, I heard a few of them <laughs> described. So. It's interesting and stuff. It's not like each one is like, you know, a book long or something like that. It's like that. a paragraph, maybe. Each one, like maybe a sentence or two. And it's yeah. just a bunch of people contributed. Um, a lot of stuff from like, you know, dorm days, you know, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's that, that's coming up this next hour. So um, Good. Yeah. I'm sad I'll miss it. I'm, I'm, but, I'm sorry that you don't have a chance to sleep on it and come up, yeah. up with a better topic. Take a five-minute cat nap. Hey, it's a great topic, okay? Oh, like, okay. I've well, done. A I was lot trying of to make a joke, man. Well, next week I'm hosting, and <laughs> we're gonna do. We're it? gonna do. I don't know if it'll be the whole time, but we're gonna do a little bit of um, research and and discussion on on uh, the the YouTube. Um, oh yeah, YouTube. Be good. Uh, just just the number of different um, money making technologies out there that weren't there. Let's just say five ten years ago. 
that have really kind of dominated a lot of uh, the millennial and um, entrepreneurship is a lot involved in video stuff. So there's we'll, a we're going to talk about there's that. There's a new then. story on that, too, with the PewDiePie guy yes, yeah, and his controversy. Is. It yeah. is pretty incredible. So it next is. week, we're going to talk about a, that yeah. uh, with bated breath. I know you'll be waiting for that. What a great <laughs> foreshadow of what's to come. But we'll get a chance to sleep before. Yes, for an entire week, even. Yes, before we do that. You guys are making fun of me. All right, join us again next hour. (laughs) You have so much support, Sebastian. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. We'll see you next hour. Stick around. Welcome back to the second hour of Live Till 5. I'm your host, Sebastian Besseldua, joined by Chris Harper as my wingman. And um, <laughs> this is uh, my first time hosting this show. It's, it's great. Uh, I've, I feel like I've improved so much. And if you've stuck through the first hour, I feel like you guys are just a bunch of troopers sticking through it. And, uh, you know, I, I know sometimes, you know, he's like, oh, this is a new guy. But, you know, I just... Just give me a chance, and I'll keep trying my best. <laughs> <laughs> begging. That's good. I'm not, I'm not Sorry, begging. I'm just, you know, trying to be pleading. real with I'm being real with them. This is my first time, you know, and I'm just... just I, I think know. it's going pretty well, you know. Not that many hiccups, you know, compared to last time when the other guy ran it, you know? Yeah, not, <laughs> yeah, not nearly as many as the last time. Man, that no. guy. Right. No kidding. So, I mean, this is going great, and you know what? Some some of our audience has been very patient, patient, and waiting on hearing this right. um, coming up this this topic, which is just sleep disorders and you know weird. Uh, Was it sleep related uh, topics? Yes, right. Sleepwalking yeah. and, yeah, and stuff like that. So you know, I'm I'm really I'm really glad that you guys stuck around for this. My intention is not to put you to sleep. All right, this is actually very interesting information, interesting stories. People love stories. Um, you know, you know, you teach a class. I teach a class here, and honestly, you know, you can go through all the all the dialogue with the content. They don't really start listening until you tell a story. You know. Yeah. And it's just, I think, I think providing stories is good. So let's let's set up the foundation for this. Um, I, I went over it and I found some sleep disorders online. Wow. Um. I'm pulling most of these from the Sleep Foundation. I'm just going to kind of give you a couple, and then I'm going to go over some stories that I have uh, about uh, that I just pulled from a lot of different people uh, that they had. So um, first, REM sleep behavior disorder. Do you have any idea what that is, Chris? I know REM sleep is the deep sleep that you fall into 
you know, when you sleep for a long, a lengthy period of time. So my guess is that you either fall into that early, even when you're taking a nap or something of that nature. Yes. So um, you were partially right, I think. I kind of lost track because I was reading over it. So, <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> but I think you're mostly right. REM sleep behavior di- REM sleep REM sleep behavior disorder. It's for most people, dreaming is a is purely a mental activity. Uh, dreams occur in the mind while the body is at rest. But people who suffer from REM sleep behavior disorder or RBD act act out their dreams. Some people have RBD, but it's NBD. It's <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't think you could make the joke like that. That's good. <laughs> I have RBD, but it's NBD. Well, before people start assuming they have RBD, let's go over some examples. Yes. Um, Acting out their dreams. And not. no, I'm not talking about the dreams that they have in life where they want to be a millionaire and they're acting that out. No, I'm talking about they're sleeping and they're doing weird things and they start acting that out. Yeah. And for me personally, um, I always have an interesting story with this, with sleeping. Um, I was on my way back from China a couple summers ago, and there was a man sitting next to me. He was a Japanese man, and I didn't really, um, I didn't know him at all. And I'm sleeping, and you know I'm trying to sleep on this plane. I hate flying in planes. And as I'm sleeping, I'm having this dream of this this guy. Um, he was just he he's this pro basketball player. Like he's like a big show off, right? He's like going to the hoop and just laying it up there. And I was just getting, he was just acting like a big airhead, you know, and I was just getting so frustrated. This is all in your dream. All in my dream. Right. And, and I was just getting so frustrated with him. Right. And then, so finally he goes up for another layup and you know what I do? I shoot out my arm to, to stuff him. But when I shot out my arm in my dream, I shot out my arm in real life. And I punched the guy next to me when I did that. <laughs> this is it's a lawsuit waiting to happen no right here. well oh. i kind of played it dumb which i didn't like intentionally mean to punch this guy you know he was sleeping i was sleeping i punched him he woke up i said i'm sorry and i went back to sleep and i pretended that i didn't really know what i was doing which i didn't know what i was doing but <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's kind of an example of that um do you have any examples have you ever ha- experienced that chris okay so i used to work I used to work long, long hours at the radio station, m- more so than I do today. And this was years ago. And uh, I remember when I, the station would go off the air somewhat periodically, and I would have to scramble for the sliders on the board to get the station back on the air. So one night I went home after a long, long day at the radio station and I guess I was dreaming. I don't remember the dream, but I guess that I was dreaming that we went off the air because I couldn't hear anything. And I woke up trying to find sliders on my bed, mm-hmm. you know, as though I was look. And I was very confused when I woke up. I was looking for the board and I could not find it. And I, it was it was like a panic situation. So it's a little that's a little bit like that. Yeah, that was that's uh, pretty close to it. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, we'll hear some of these stories pretty soon here. And I just want to say one more um, disorder that, that we have. It's the delayed sleep phase disorder. And it's officially called the circadian rhythm sleep disorder. 
It's the inability to fall asleep at a desired time or socially acceptable time. Right. <laughs> and main, maintain a normal qual. They maintain a normal quality and duration of sleep, but it's just they fall asleep at random times. So wow. they'll just, you know, clock out at, <laughs> you know, 2 p.m. And they'll sleep for eight hours, you know? Wow. So it's it's that's what the delayed sleep phase disorder, to the best of my knowledge. So I kind of want to hop into some of these these stories that we were given. I don't want to leave them hanging, you know. So um, first off, we have our first submission from Levi Schaubeck. Um, he says, once I had I had watched Lord of the Rings Return of the King when I was a kid and had a nightmare about our house being invaded. <laughs> like by orcs or something like that? I guess. So. <laughs> and he said, apparently I came downstairs in tears telling my mom that we were about to they were about to break through the wall with the battering ram and oh, no. she said everything was fine <laughs> and and he said apparently he said okay and he went back to bed <laughs> so easily the, convinced wasn't the he the calming words of mother turned away in an orc invasion so wow. yeah that's great uh next i have one from taylor uh taylor williams her name um she says she's really bad at getting up when her alarms go when her alarm goes off. She hits the snooze about five times before getting up. And one time in eleventh grade, her alarm went off and she jumped right up to get ready for the day. And apparently her mother had been uh telling her to get ready sooner because they were cutting it close every day. Yeah. So she was up, ready to go. Um so she got up early, um, and she was getting ready in the bathroom and all that and um her her mom came over and she asked, "What are you doing?" And she said, "I was getting ready for school." And she's she paused, then said, "It was one in the morning. It was one in the morning." Oh wow! <laughs> and to go back to bed. <laughs> so she says, "When I got back, when I got to my room, I locked. I looked at my alarm clock and saw that it had been reset because the power went out. Oh, I yeah. got up and took a shower when I could have slept for five more hours. Wow! And I said we could relate with that because you know." Power outages happen here often, you yes. know, and um, they kind of happen while we're sleeping. Thankfully, I don't have an old plug-in alarm anymore, you know. Yeah. Rely on the old phone, the old, old smartphone to get me through. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that like eight months ago? <laughs> yeah. That old, huh? That old phone. Yep. Next, we have John Spatilli and Luke Tapp. This was from um, some. These guys are our are, are dorm mates. Uh, yeah. I knew them when I was in, in college, and we actually worked security with them. So he, they were saying it was about one a.m. and I was up doing homework. I hear Luke start mumbling loudly in his sleep. He then proceeds to climb out of bed and then literally drag his bed a, a, about a foot or two across the room. He then crawls back into bed. He didn't remember a thing when I told him about the next day. So he, oh, no. he dragged his bed out of out and just fell asleep on it, and he had no idea why he did that. Wow. Well, I wonder what kind of dream he was having or whatever. Who knows? And he's saying, so whenever – also, another thing, um, uh, Luke uh, – apparently, whenever Luke talks in his sleep, um, he was saying – John was saying that I like to talk to him, and he responds – Wow. <laughs> so he was saying Luke was mumbling in his sleep and he said, It's been so long. <laughs> and he asked, How long? 
<laughs> and he responded, two weeks. Well, according to the shoe. <laughs> according to the shoe? Yes. <laughs> it's oh, been wow. too long. According to the shoe. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, carrying on conversations, that's, that's pretty fun. Wow. Um, another guy, Steven, he... Um, he just random random fact one one thing i always get is that i wake up at like 3 a.m for seemingly no reason and then i get a sudden pain in my foot it's just so random what yeah he just gets a pain in his foot yeah, i just get i wake up at 3 a.m and a pain in my foot <laughs> whoa what is his foot fall asleep or something is I, that what's going on i guess so wow um and then one one last one for for uh for the moment uh sarah omen is her name one time, I crossed the entire house, it's downstairs and two doors, and crawled on top of the bare mattress in the bedroom I had, I had moved out of weeks before, all in my sleep. <laughs> I woke up when I was cold because the empty bedroom wasn't heated. So, I don't know if you've ever had stories like that where, I think I had a couple times when I was a kid where I, I, I fell asleep, like, on my couch downstairs well my parents couch not mine i was a kid but uh, you know I, I would yeah i would fall asleep on the couch and then i'd wake up in my bedroom yeah yeah it's just so strange well somebody probably picked you up and carried you in right is that what happened that yes okay so that that might be the case <laughs> that might <laughs> be a so. simple explanation that, right I'm no I'm no Sherlock Holmes, but that's my first thought because my kids have fallen asleep in the living room, and then you pick them up and carry them, and then they do act surprised in the morning because they don't remember. So that would be my first, be my first thought. Okay, okay, explain this one. All right. Okay. I also remember going to sleep in my bed and waking up on the couch. Yeah. What? Yeah, nobody carried you out there. I don't think. Yeah. It would make no sense. Why would they do such a thing? I don't know. All right, so moving on to some other, uh, just to break it up a little bit, um, some other disorders. You know what? All of Guam could relate to this, all of the human race, because we all sleep, and we all probably have problems with sleep. (laughs) Probably. Possibly. Especially, yeah, I was going to say old people, but (laughs) (laughs) then again, I I remember remember back in the presidential debate with, um, I think it was... John McCain and oh, was and it was Barack like Obama. Obama. Yeah, 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 of course. And they interviewed him after, like, after he lost. You know. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, I slept like a baby." <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah." After the after the after. thing was over, he's like, "Yeah, I slept like a baby." He's like, "Yep." I I woke up, I cried for a little bit, and went back to sleep. <laughs> I woke really? up, cried for a little bit, and went back to sleep. Wow. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, he's probably joking, but yeah. So uh, next on our on our little sleep disorders excessive sleepiness excessive sleepiness yeah a serious symptom that can have multiple causes you often show that you're excessively sleepy during the day usually from irregular sleep schedule and or poor sleeping habits yeah i mean i feel like that's me a lot honestly but that's because i have to get in here early and i'm a night owl you know it's just two worlds conflicting life is rough my life is full of conflicting uh, thoughts. <laughs> really? I thought it was just... I guess. Yeah, I thought it was just uh, inconvenience. You know what? Okay, how about this? Moving on to narcolepsy. <laughs> <laughs> just Nar- go right past that one. Yep. Narcolepsy 
is a sleep disorder characterized by excessive sleepiness, sleep paralysis, hallucinations, and in some cases, episodes of cataplexy, which is the partial or total loss of muscle control, often triggered by a strong emotion such as laughter. So, you know, that'd be kind of interesting. Uh, you know, someone's laughing, you know, and then they just, wow. they just, they just, they lose their muscle control. Like, they wow. like just go paralyzed. These would be scary. That here. would be terrible. I love yeah. laughing, you yeah, know, and yeah. then just any moment, you just. Yeah, that would be a scary one too, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could just laugh for a moment and, you know, you might not know that, that I'm paralyzed. Okay, well, moving on with some other <laughs> stories here. Um, Ray's our coworker. He had a he said he had a friend who slept walked when he was a kid. This friend, he apparently slept walked over to his neighbor's house, went inside their house, got on their phone and called his mom from their phone. Wow. <laughs> and and I think he might have like mumbled or said something. And the mom was just like, Joe, is that you? <laughs> and he snapped out of it. Wow. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine just waking up in like your neighbor's house? Wow. Like on the phone. Like, how did I get here? Wow. <laughs> that's that's a scary one too. Because who knows what you would do if you if you can sleepwalk to that degree, who knows what would happen? You might fall off of something or get hit by a car or who knows what? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, this next one comes from uh, Heather White. Mm-hmm. From uh, she, she works here. Yep. And hers is interesting. Hers is a volleyball story. I, yeah, I think she was at Maranatha. So this, she, we went to the same school, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. And she was in Florida. And apparently she, one night she was coughing really bad. And her and her uh, another person had to switch places in the bed uh, because she was coughing so bad, you know. Um, and so... Without thinking, she got out of bed and walked out of the hotel room, shut the door, and stared at the door. And she's, <laughs> she's saying, I have no idea how long I stood outside my room staring at the door. But when I came to realize, I realized I was outside my room without my key card or phone. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, she's waking up and she's like outside and like, uh, why am I here? So she said she gently knocked on the door because it was the middle of the night and she didn't want to she didn't want people to call the police thinking she was like a drunk person knocking on the oh, doors wow. um she no one answered so she went down to um another teammate's room because their door was open and they went down to the front desk and they didn't really question if this was true or not apparently because of her attire <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so she yeah that was a pretty interesting uh, uh story wow <laughs> these are these are awful in some cases because <laughs> you could think of bodily injury and all manner of things oh yes yeah right. um next we have um this one was submitted anonymously i i, I gave him that option you can be submitted anonymous, anonymously. oh okay gotcha um she said when our son was very young we caught him sleepwalking in the kitchen um peeing in the trash can <laughs> he thought it was the toilet <laughs> yeah 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 i've heard of this yeah <laughs> that's just Oh, you have heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of people doing that. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, absolutely. It may or may not have been family members, but let's just we'll leave it at that. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, and yeah, I don't want to 
Search not, not my immediate family members, but yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, this next one comes from Ricky. Uh, girl, R-I-K-K-I. Um, she was also at Maranatha. And apparently, just at night, she would reach down and paw at the floor, like looking for shoes. <laughs> what? And then she'd like walk over to the, to the doorway and paw at the floor again. I, I don't know. <laughs> it had to be a dream, right, of something that she's well, trying to I do? Well, I think or? she would think it is, but then yeah. she, she walked back to uh, her, punk, her bunk and started scratching at the floor again. And then she, she left the room. And her roommate was worried because she's like, I don't know if she's going to come back or yeah. what, what in the world is going on. Right, this person course. is just doing something. But she came back and everything was fine. But uh, yeah, it was some, some intense waiting by her roommate. Wow. And uh, now we have Earl Martin. You yeah, know Earl. I know, I know Earl. Yeah. Yeah, we both know Earl. Earl's back in uh, Watertown, Wisconsin. So he says, when I was around five, I woke up to a room full of ducks and I remember having to step over them to get to my parents room who then promptly brought me back to my room and the ducks were gone <laughs> this, is all, this is all a figment of his imagination <laughs> I haven't thought of that story in a while he says a room um, full of ducks huh I don't know I don't know if you've what ever had moments on? like that where you th- you mix reality with your dreams. Could be, and yeah. like I've had times where like I feel like someone's talking to me. I'm like, like I'm I'm just in that in between phase of trying to fall asleep and being awake. Yeah, and like someone will kind of talk in my dream, but I'm like was someone just near me? And <laughs> I'm yeah. a little worried. <laughs> but um, okay, and we'll we'll do one last one here for for this section. Um, Josh Perro, a friend of mine from also from. Maranatha. Yeah. He, he has two of them. He says, a former roommate he had shouted, I am wearing a tie in his sleep. <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect for Maranatha because it is. you have to wear a tie. I know. I hate to it. To go to school. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he just woke up in the middle and said, I am wearing a tie. <laughs> I, I, maybe he, he must have felt like he was being questioned by yeah. the Maranatha authorities. By, by like, yeah. By like the dean of students <laughs> yes. or something. <laughs> And or the he, dorm soup or whatever, yeah. And, and another one said he walked into his dorm room late one night, and another former roommate sat up in bed. He looked at him, gathered all of his bedding, and left the room. <laughs> <laughs> he came back a few ma- minutes later, looked at him and smiled, then remade his bed and went back to sleep. What? When, when He said when asked the next morning, he had no idea he did that. Oh, so this wow. guy literally just, he just sits up, sees him, grabs all of his bedding, walks out the door. No idea where he goes. <laughs> <laughs> he comes back, makes his bed. <laughs> right, walks down like to the end of the hallway or something and just like pauses there for a second, walks back, smiles. Oh, wow. I, the thing is he smiles. Wow. Like, he's just smiling. And um, yeah, so uh, that's that's for that little section. I, I tell you, I got so many stories uh, the people submitted, and I'm just trying to go through kind of ca- chronologically here. But let's see. One last sleep disorder I wanted to go over was insomnia. Mm-hmm. Mm. Insomnia, yeah. Gotcha. And there's multiple insomnia um, titles. Yes, 
You mean there's multiple different forms, types? Forms yeah. of insomnia? Sure, yeah. Yeah. The first one is acute insomnia, but there's nothing cute about it, often leading victims to do dangerous and life-risking things. I'm just kidding. It's actually a brief episode of difficulty sleeping caused by a change in lifestyle, <laughs> which resolves without any treatment. So oh. it's just a change in lifestyle. Yeah. Some t- you know what? I think acute insomnia happens when people go to stay the night at someone's house, you know, and um, usually people have a hard time falling asleep because their bed is. Yeah, it's different. It's a different bed. Of course. I don't generally have that problem. Um, I can sleep. In a lot of different places, it just takes me a while to fall asleep because of that's just the way I am always. Even my, in my regular bed, I have a hard time falling asleep. So next we have chronic insomnia, a long-term pattern of difficulty sleeping. Insomnia is usually considered chronic if a person has trouble falling asleep or staying asleep at least three nights per week for three months or longer. So do you have chronic insomnia, Chris? No. No, if I if I uh, I do stay up late, but if I when I go to bed, I just go right to sleep. I never have any trouble going to sleep. But but um, okay, yeah. All right, all right. Just wanted to check and got some bags under your eyes. Just <laughs> oh, really? Is that it? <laughs> yeah. Now then, then we have onset insomnia. That's just difficulty falling asleep at the beginning of the night, which is probably what I have, because um, I always have problems falling. It takes me forever. Wow. I, I hate it. <laughs> and then you have maintenance insomnia. That is the inability to stay asleep. People will wake up during the night and have difficulty returning to sleep. Yeah. There are things that cause this though. They talk, you know, I've heard I've heard all kinds of different things. If you do certain things before you go to sleep, like people get into habits that they do certain things before they go to sleep and it sort of amps them up and they can't sleep and so there are there are causes and then there are some solutions, but it's not the end of the world if you have some form of insomnia, usually. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to do just a couple more stories for this segment. Then we're going to cut into a short break, a very short break, so I can get back and try and finish these stories off. But we, starting here with Marie, she says, One time when my sister and I were in high school, my sister woke up on the bottom bunk, put her sneakers on, tied them, and ran down the hallway shouting, we're late, we're late, we're going to miss the bus. The amazing part is we live in a bi-level, and the, and she made it all the way down the stairs to the front door without falling. So a bi-level is like you walk in the yeah. the, the house, and the, the house like splits, like yeah. goes up or down. Um, I, I used to live in one as well. Um, and she didn't realize, she, she said she finally woke up, when her mom found her yanking on the locked door trying to open it. <laughs> that would be kind of creepy, wow. I think. You know, you're waking up, you know, early in the morning and like just a girl standing there trying to open your door. <laughs> but from the inside? From the inside. <laughs> that's a little creepy. Yeah, it's a little less creepy than the other way around. Well, yeah, yeah, that would be extra creepy actually on the other side. Yeah. But, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would be extra, extra creepy if a girl was trying to open your door from the inside and it's someone you don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, we'll do two more here. Uh, this one comes from charis, which means grace in Greek. I See, I remember some random Greek words from taking Greek. Nice. She said uh, when she was six or seven, she went camping with the family. 
And apparently in the middle of the night, she got off her air mattress and crawled around the tent frantically looking for a pillow, which was on her air mattress. <laughs> Before laying down. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever kind of woken up in the middle of the night and just, um, you know, you're looking for something. You, you said you did it earlier. You're trying to yeah. mess with the... <laughs> yeah, the soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it sounds like a similar situation. Um, this guy, he was my former roommate. Um, I have... I have two things I can say about him. One I witnessed and one is from him himself. So he said he dreamed once that I was in this fancy house on the second floor and I had an armful of pool noodles with Frisbees balanced on the ends of the noodles. <laughs> and I had to get them downstairs into a minivan. But just as I was starting to walk down the stairs, I heard my alarm go off. And I said to myself in the dream, hold on, I've got to get these pool noodles and Frisbees into the van before I drop them. So I carry them down the stairs through the house into the garbage, oh, sorry, not the garbage, into the garage, and put them in the van. Then I woke up and turned my alarm off. Wow. <laughs> it's like, I got to complete this task before I, I start waking up. So, um, yeah. I, the story I have with him is he was my roommate, and yeah. he's, he slept in the bed uh, next, kind of next to me. And he usually had to wake up earlier than me. And it was always interesting. I hated hearing his alarm. Like, you know, you'd want to, like, just destroy your roommate early in the morning. Right, When course. you can sleep some, you know? Yeah. And uh, so his alarm was going off for, like, 30 minutes. You know, it's like, this guy, what is he doing? Is he going to, like, turn his alarm off or what, you know? And then I, I, like, look over, and his arm's just, his arm is just dangling off the bed, you know? And his, yeah. And the alarm is just going off. I just, <laughs> I'm like, I, I kind of thought he might have died or something. But literally, I was too tired. <laughs> To, to, to think about it any more than that i'm like i i hope he's not dead and i just went back to sleep and uh when i asked him the next day i'm like dude what why did your alarm go off for so long yeah. and he was he was saying that i was i was reaching down for my phone it fell off the bed and the the position of the bed to the floor his arm was just too short to reach the floor so yeah. he was just down there or or that, or he was saying he couldn't figure out how to turn off his alarm. So he was just yeah. there for almost half an hour, maybe 20 minutes or so, just trying to figure out how to turn off this, this bed. So, yeah. I think, I think we're going to take a quick break here, and uh, we're going to move on uh, to some more stories, uh, maybe some sleepiness in the Bible, um, a little something I put together, and we'll get to that at the end of the hour, hopefully. Thanks for sticking with us. I hope you guys stick around for uh, the last bit and uh, stay tuned. Welcome back to Live Till 5. Thanks for sticking with us this whole hour. Uh, we've got, or maybe last hour too, we've only got about uh, 22 minutes here for the remainder of the hour. And um, I hope you've, you've been enjoying it, hearing these stories that people have submitted, uh, getting people involved in our little program here. So, I, I think some may have fallen asleep. I hope not. Especially <laughs> at, the, in, at, at the wheel. 
That'd be bad. No, that would not be good. We, we no, pray? that's an idiom. Asleep at the wheel. Uh, right? Yeah. That's an idiom. That's that sort of idiom. fits him. Uh, yeah. I, hey, at least we fit in one idiom. If we also, don't people else. say asleep at the switch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like the train for the trains. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All I'm right. fitting in some idioms. Yeah, Come on. This is good. I, You know, in case I don't get to fit them in, you know. There's yeah. just so much going on. But, um, yeah, so kind of just continuing with our theme of, of sleepiness and and we're kind of talking about some some weird sleep stories sleepwalking stories uh effects of sleep deprivation and like i said it came to me one night at two in the morning the idea was sleep deprivation so uh, now i'm just going over it this is the fruit of my labor of, of going over you know getting information getting stories and right now I wanted to hop on. There was there was a really someone sent me a really long, a really long uh, story about uh, you know she's in the military. Okay. And so it's not always. I mean, usually it's probably not funny when people sleepwalk because they probably do some dangerous things. Uh, this one's more of an effect of sleep deprivation. Uh, this guy apparently he was, I think he was lacking sleep for three weeks. One of these, one of these uh, soldiers in training, right? Just didn't get enough, or like or he didn't was intentionally at all. like not sleeping because he wanted to get everything done, and he was a perfectionist, is what she was saying. So apparently, oh, wow. there's two sides to this. When you come into this program, is you, you, and I hope I, I, I'm quoting it all correctly because there was just a lot in there. Yeah. Um, but basically, what she was saying was you got to be good at both the physical and the mental sure. side of this. And this guy was really good at 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 the mental side, academics. Uh, but when it came to the physical, he he was slacking, and uh, he was he was supposed to be getting a certain amount of sleep, but he he neglected that rule, and yeah. um, he wasn't giving his body any sleep, and instead he was using that time to to be like perfect at everything else. Yeah. So apparently, after some time, he was he was. Um, he he didn't last long in this program basically because what happened was three weeks later or so he was so stressed that um he tried to shoot his own the the people that were like like docking him who were disciplining him wow. um he basically he was put into like a ward to to get better and and to go through a psychological evaluation and he lied on this. He lied on it to to get back in to oh, the program. Okay. Yeah, he and he, and he lied. And when he came back, he he apparently reached for he, he reached for um, one of the rifles that of a of a group that was practicing their rifle shooting. No. Oh, um. And, and he tried to shoot, but he but he failed. Um. He tried to shoot uh, some of, some of the people that were close to him because he wanted to them they were a hindrance to him. Like he was, they were in the way. Wow. And um yeah, so uh he was get, but she was saying that he was getting in trouble for minor things beforehand, but now it was just you know, a lo- lack of sleep is often the problem with most is often the cause of a lot of problems. Um yeah. It really magnifies a lot of situations. Um she said he didn't know how to um he didn't know how to, to how to fix the rifle correctly and um and pretty much the whole thing was terrifying. She was in leadership uh, around 
around this guy. She wasn't directly over him, but she was she was pretty close. And um, so, yeah, this guy was pretty much um, <laughs> he turned psychopath because he didn't get enough sleep. Uh, he was really he was willing to take out, you know, these other people. You know, her her name is Katie, and um, she she's been doing she's been helping out in this military program for a while. And so, I mean, I, I guess it was, I just want to tackle that perspective, you know, make sure, you know, military life, you know, it's, there's a lot of demands and I, I'm sure mm-hmm. push the wrong, the wrong direction and people aren't uh, okay. And getting their sleep, um, yeah. it'd be pretty rough. So, yeah, it's pretty bad for your body. Uh, long-term sleep deprivation, even, even to some degree, short-term, my wife and I were talking about this today because when people have children for the first time, like when we had our first child, um, she was waking up during the night a lot, and uh, it causes you, you know, really, really has an impact on your mental and physical, you know, yeah. uh, life. Yeah. So, yeah, and it sounds like in this case was the same. So Yeah. Um, I was thankful that she shared this. He apparently was, like, ghosted or something. I, I don't know exactly what that means. Um, probably, Ghosted? probably like he was removed from, um, in name existence from like whatever he was involved in Oh, and, uh, from, from that, uh, program oh. and he, he never returned and, uh, she gave some sort of a military term ghosted. I guess. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't in the military. Um, <laughs> um yeah, but she, you know, she, she comforts the, you know, her roommates, she get the the roommates of this guy, you know, give yeah. some hugs because they were living with a psychopath, basically. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, that was that was just one of the things. And I'm going to try and wrap up this story thing real quick because I want to co- go over a couple more things. But I have a, a good friend who, speaking of military, used to live in a military house. And it was him and his sister and his brother. And they were all pretty close in age. So I think they all shared a room. And apparently one night, this this guy, he woke up, screamed at his sister, and then ran into his parents' bedroom, uh, saying to his mom in a shaky voice, Ben, stab, comb, throat. And then after saying these, he ran out. And so his mom was freaking out. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so she goes in there, and she was, like, super worried because she saw the, the one Ben she was that he was yeah. wearing, was, like, sprawled out, like, like the outline chalk drawing, you oh, know? Oh, no. <laughs> Nothing happened, though. He was totally yeah. fine. It was yeah. just, like, a, it was just a, a thing. But he's like, yeah, I had no idea. I slept great, you know? He's yeah. Like, when asked the next morning, he's like, I slept great. Yeah, there was no problem. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, then we have one um, from Alan uh, Alenko, I think his name, his last name. I. A friend of mine I, I made online, and um, yeah, he, he was talking about lucid dreams, and um, he had some interesting stuff. He was saying, like, I was a private eye, and uh, I was going in for some high-value targets, and um, and he was saying, if you've ever seen the movie Inception, um, it's, a, it's, it's a movie where, you, like, they're going within their dreams, and in their dreams, they have more dreams. And it's like super like oh. they think they work. They think that they're waking up, but right. they're actually just waking up in another dream. And I don't know if you've ever had. Oh, anything. this is a science fiction type of a deal, or what? Is, or what are we? Yeah, with here? but it was interesting because after that movie came out, I think a lot of people had Inception dreams where they were like, oh. they were thinking that like they'd fall asleep and then they'd wake up 
and they think they're awake, but they're actually still in their dream. Oh. And then they wake up again. And that's how it was in that, that movie. And uh, I, I, I said that, you know, this is kind of in, some inception material here. That what right. he was referring to was kind of right. that. Um, another friend, Philip, he says he, whenever he sleeps, wa- sleepwalks, he, he says he feels like he can see himself from a third person perspective. Wow. <laughs> Which I, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of tr- attribute that to maybe someone waking up or sometimes when I wake up, like I'll partially wake up and uh, I'll slightly fall back asleep and, and then I'll imagine going about my day. And it's really, those dreams are kind of lame because you know, you imagine you st- yourself doing all these things and then it's like, Oh, the rant, the, the usual, you know, grind of the day doing it all. Then you wake up like, no, I got to do it all again. Cause this is all just a dream. And that's what I kind of feel like it was here, but he actually gets up and move, moves around. So, yeah. And then, uh, a girl, Taylor, um, she apparently her brother sleeps with his eyes half open. <laughs> and I didn't think this was true. And then uh, Sarah Rowe kind of confirmed that she's like, yeah, I do the same thing. Wow. Yeah, sleeping with your with your eyes half open. Never, yeah. Yeah. Half open, maybe. Yeah. But it would be pretty weird if you had full open eyes. You know, the, then you wonder, do you blink if yeah, you sleep know, right? with your eyes open? Interesting. And speaking of uh, Sarah Rowe, she she had a story. She was saying when she was at Bob Jones, she was starting to work in the bookstore. Mm-hmm. And uh, after this training she was having, um, I think it was just she was working so hard on this training. Um, um, she was apparently sleep, like sleep working. <laughs> I wish I could oh, do that. Oh, because sleep she was working. kind of falling asleep while she was. Well, no, she was. She was doing her work while she was sleeping. Oh, right. So okay. kind of like what you were doing again. Yeah, of course. And she was. She apparently she was scanning her pillow and making beep beep noises, <laughs> <laughs> and stood up and and stacked a bunch of books in her hands and started oh, carrying yeah. to the door. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. Um, and then one other guy he says, "I have a problem. Like I'll ponder how sleep works with the mind, and then I'll scare myself." And then I'll scare myself from falling asleep <laughs> if we're trying to understand why we sleep and all that. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I am super happy that I got all that feedback. I didn't think I'd get that much. So that's why I kind of took a while here and I wanted to try and include everyone I could. But a little segment I'm going to start uh, bringing out as sleepers in the Bible. Sleepers yeah. in the Bible. And one of the first one, these are these are people that that fell asleep in the Bible. All right, so I think everyone in the Bible fell asleep at one point well, or another. Like reference to specifically. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Good. So this one comes from Acts sixteen, New Testament. Um, I'm just going to read some of the text, and the multitude rose up together against them. That them being Paul and uh, some of the others. Silas, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And then it goes on, who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made right. their feet fast in the stocks. Yeah. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And so so they're, they're, they're there at midnight just singing and praying. Hey, you're thrown in prison, and the last thing you'd expect is, oh, these, guys are, these guys are praying and singing. And that just goes to show, you know, the joy of God. Um uh, the, the assurance that they have. And so... Might be Barnabas here. Yeah. Paul and Barnabas, yeah. yeah. And, and it says, And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison 
were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, yep. and everyone's bands were loosened. <laughs> and the keeper of the prison, awaking out of his sleep, and seeing the prison doors open, he drew his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. Yeah. So, you imagine that pressure as a prison guard? You know, you, you, see, you see the prison doors open, and you're just like, I'm dead now. Because you were, you were executed if... Yeah, if, if the prisoners escaped. Yeah, and I'm sure I, I, he probably wanted whatever death that was in store for him if they escaped was probably more gruesome than... Yeah, killing yourself. Yeah, yeah. so he's like, I'm going to just die, <laughs> which is kind of sad. But Paul stopped him. Yes, yeah. but Paul cried out with a loud voice saying, do not hurt, do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Uh, then he called for a light and sprang in and, and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas. And brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Yeah. And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved and thy house. So yeah. that's always a good that's always a good Yeah, this story. is a guy who had fallen asleep on the job. He fell asleep. And and uh turns out that it's all part of God's plan here. And you know, so. that guy almost he almost cast himself into eternity, you know, uh, right. uh into hell because he was gonna go without Christ. And Paul stopped him. And then, yeah, um, I think it sounded like he got saved. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, so, and his family too. I yeah, think. yeah. And which is really, really, really good. So, uh, another one I have, one of my favorites. I went over Second Samuel in my uh, my class here, and I, I found out that I discovered that Samuel is one of my favorite books, or the books. Yeah, like First and Second Samuel. I think it's Second Samuel. This one here, but. Um, Saul was hunting down David. And so the context is David is the one that killed Goliath. He he did it for King Saul. Um well for for God ultimately, but um he was doing this and um Saul's reward is hunting down David to kill him because he doesn't want David to be king. Yeah. So um so David is running and that's the context of this. David is on the is on the on the run. And so it says, Then Saul took 3,000 chosen men out of all of Israel and went to seek David and his men upon the rocks of the wild goats. And he came to the sheep coats, by the way, where it was a cave. And Saul went in to cover his feet, and David and his men remained in the sides of the cave. So Saul is going out and, and he's um, searching for David, but they see this cave and um, he's, he's decided he's going to rest here, but little did he know David was also resting there with his men, but like in the sides of the cave. So, um, and the men of David said, or was it? Yes. And the men of David said unto him, behold, the day of which the Lord said unto thee, behold, I will deliver thine enemy into thine hand. Yeah. I mean, how, how much perfect that's his part. Like he's literally yeah. right there in front of him. Like, yeah. Out of all the caves. With all his men surrounding. Yeah, all the caves that he could have gone to, he went right to the one where David was. Yeah. God, and, and he said, that thou mayest do to him as it shall seem good unto thee. Then David arose and cut off the skirt of Saul's robe privily. Yeah. So he goes over Secretly to him. Or yeah, he, he yeah. goes over to to, to, um, to Saul and cuts cuts a piece of his robe. And it came to pass afterwards that David's heart smote him because he had cut off Saul's skirt. So David is feeling terrible after doing this. You know, he doesn't feel... Yeah, even though he could have killed him, really. He could have killed him, yeah, but instead he just cut off. And 
cut off part of the skirt, and even then it was like, man, this is a lot. Yeah. Um, wow. But uh, it, instead, he, he just cuts off the skirt, and and it came to pass afterward that uh, David also arose afterward and went out of the cave. So so he he does this, and he leaves the ca- he leaves out of the cave, and he cries out to Saul, saying, "My Lord, my King." Um, and when Saul looked to him, David stooped with his face to the earth and bowed himself. So he's bound to the guy that's trying to kill him. Yeah. And he said, and David said to Saul, wherefore hearest thou men's words saying, behold, David seeketh thy hurt. So it's like, who is saying that I'm trying to hurt you? I'm not trying to hurt you. I could have killed you. He right. said, behold, this day thine eyes have seen how that the Lord had delivered thee today into mine hand in the cave. And some bade me kill thee. But mine eye spared thee, and I said, I will not put forth my hand against my Lord, for he is the Lord's anointed. And that was the biggest thing. He was he was so he was struck in the heart that he even did anything to the to God to the Lord's anointed. Right. Like God chose this guy. He doesn't want to do anything because God chose him. Yeah. And 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 so yeah, that and you find even a couple chapters later, you know, after this moment, Saul is like he, he feels sorry. Like he's like, I'm sorry, I tried to kill you. You know, a couple chapters later, Saul goes after him again. Yeah, and and he finds once again, David finds Saul sleeping as he's out in a camp. Yep. And there's a spear like right next to his head, I think, or something like that. And uh, this is in uh, chapter 26, I believe. So yeah, uh, wow. all because I, I was referring. To, Alluding to the all the guys sleeping in the cave, you know, we're talking about sleep here. That, that's, yeah, of that's what brought it all up. You know the sleep the sleep story that I like. It's from Acts twenty, where um, Paul is preaching and he's preaching all the way up until midnight. And it says in Acts twenty nine, there sat in a window a certain young man named Eutychus, being fallen into a deep sleep. Right, he's in his REM sleep here. Yes. And as Paul was long preaching, he sunk down with sleep and fell down from the third loft. And I like this. I always like this King James phrase. It says, and was taken up dead. <laughs> He's <laughs> but, taken up dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just think that's a funny phrase. It's not really funny, but uh, obviously a man has fallen down from the third loft and died. But Paul did go down, fell on him, embracing him, said, trouble not yourself for his life is in him. So he raises him up from the dead. But uh, that's a that's a sleeping story from Scripture as well. So, And, you know, I've heard before that the lamps, you know, there's lamps up there where he was. He was up in this upper right. room. And mm-hmm. lamps, there's fire. What do, fi- what do fires do? They consume oxygen. So where this guy was, right. he was up there, and there was not as much, much oxygen. And, you know, it must have been like a long day too. Sure. So imagine, like, going home and, like, getting up really up high where – I don't know where this kid may have been and having a lack of oxygen (laughs) and then also playing like a sermon in the background, like maybe a sermon you really like, but still you're still going to be tired and just listening to someone and this kid just falls off and (laughs) And dies. (laughs) It's just an interesting story that's thrown in there really because it's uh, it's just, it just seems out of the ordinary, but uh, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things in that uh, passage that are interesting to read through Acts 20. Yeah. And then, you, you know, you search the Bible, you, you find tons of other things with dreams and visions. And, uh, you know, you find yeah. Joseph, you know, in the Old Testament, who he made his way to second in command in Egypt. Yeah. Uh, just because he was able to decipher decipher dreams. This was this was 
God a lot. This was God doing this, like working through Joseph. But the thing was, Joseph was obedient the whole time, and he was shown to be true. So, I mean, you have that, and then you have Daniel. He deciphered dreams. Um, and I I love going through Daniel because people only like to go through the first, you know, uh, the first seven chapters, Daniel in the lion den, Daniel yeah. being thrown into the fire. Then you get into the prophecy parts and you get into of the Daniel. Pro- yeah, and people are, like, scared to go into that it. That relate like, to Revelation. Scared. Yeah, yeah. You, you start. It's, it's difficult, but it's not impossible, obviously. Yeah. Well... I think that we are reaching the end of this hour. I think that we are. T- we made that's, it. That's great deductive reasoning you've got going on there. I think it's inductive. Since it's two minutes till the top of the hour. It, you know what? Our clock in here is a little fast, I believe. I believe it is. But you know what? It's okay. I'm really happy that uh, you guys stuck around and are listening to me. Hopefully, I still got listeners, um, and I didn't drive you all away. And if you didn't like me, that's understandable. Um <laughs> No, don't do that. Stop. <laughs> it's, it's a, I won't yeah. always be hosting. I'm, you know, I'm I'm still working at it. But uh, Jared should be back not next week, but the week after. We got Lawrence Nagengas next week. But all right. Well, I just want to say thank you all for for just uh, sticking around with me, and uh, I hope you guys learned some some interesting facts from uh, sleep deprivation. Had some interesting stories, um, a lot of interesting stories, and. Um, ended up ended with some scripture which you know what it all goes back to scripture and uh, that's where we can find we find true satisfaction in god and um everything else is just kind of filler and nothing nothing there um you'll search but you'll find nothing um so yeah thanks for ending on a high note there uh, sebastian Hey, it, it's it's. I'm trying to be like you know, serious. That's that's why I play this song. It's a good song. Walk with me. Walk with me. Not Lord. about sleep at all. Not about sleep. But all right. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, hope to see you guys next week. Uh, my name is Sebastian, and uh, have a great day.